Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. All right, so we round up our show today looking at uh, cyberbullying and some of the research that has been conducted by the CSIR. Uh, of course, the country is still reeling from the recent incident involving Limpopo pupil Lufuno Mavunga, who committed suicide after she was filmed uh, being bullied. And um, we, of course, saw the, the videos uh, that went viral of that particular incident. Now, the Council for Scientific and Industrial research has revealed that children are more open to cyberbullying than to adults. Let's speak to Sophia Moranedi, who is a senior researcher at the CSIR specializing in security and privacy. Sophia, good morning to you. Morning, ma'am. Pleasure to have you on the program. So let's just talk about this research. What were you seeking to find out when you initially embarked on it? Uh, basically, the initial aim was to understand what is the whole uh, concept of uh, cyberbullying and mm. what transpires in cyberbullying and what causes cyberbullying and also what are the results of cyberbullying, also um, what uh, methods are used to uh, conduct cyberbullying and also what are the legal uh, implications mm. of, of such activities. Oftentimes, where cyberbullying concerns young children or even teenagers, it can be a bit far removed from their parents because um, they they don't follow the same people necessarily. They have their own groups of communication, and you know, it, it almost like there's two separate virtual worlds in which the, the adults exist in, and in which you know the teenagers and the young people exist in. Is that part of the reason? why you find that you know younger people are more vulnerable to cyberbullying yes that, that's true ma'am because um the reason why the, the the younger generation um when we speak about the the younger generation i mean from the age of, of 12 and mm. between 12 and 19 so that's the age group that is more prone uh, to cyberbullying and the reason why they are prone to cyberbullying is because they do not understand um, the implications for those who are perpetrators. They don't understand the implication of actually uh, bullying someone online. And also, um, very few or very few understand um, or use the, the security settings that exist within different social social media platforms. And um, I can give you a, a personal experience as a young person when you you create Facebook. There's that competition of I have more friends than you, mm. and we forget mm. that there are uh, implications of that because we end up accepting and chatting to strangers that have a different uh, motives when using the, the cyberspace. Hence, the 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 younger ones are, are prone to to such because they are not aware of of, of things that can happen mm. when they are online. Those those years that that you have described, you know, it's it's really um, teenagers, which can be quite turbulent years. People are struggling with finding their identity, really uh, trying to form and carve out their own uh, characters and personalities as young adults in in the world. How much of that translates into the kind of bullying that that you're able to see? Um. Because of, 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 of the age, like I've explained, of, of 
the lack of, of knowledge or the lack of understanding of, of the dangers of, of the cyberspace that are making these um, kids vulnerable. Because when you are young, um, you just get excited. And remember that the world of, of electronic communication, the use of the smart devices keeps mm. on advancing. So we're no longer focusing on um, a mobile phone that can make a call. These devices, they actually collect a lot of data that most of us, we are unaware of. For instance, it can collect your location. You don't know who it's sharing that information with. So or such on its own, the use of, of, of such um, electronic communication devices is a risk when one does not understand what such um, devices can do. And also with regard to the platform itself. Do you find that the uh, you you know the, the the young adults are bullying themselves, or that they are being bullied? Ah, uh, it can be in both ways mm. because what we have also discovered is that a uh, bullying can be um, among um, the, the 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 teenagers, or it can even be somebody who's an adult that um, just decides to bully the, the the younger ones. So it can be in both sides, where even adults. Because we've seen that uh, even the older people, where they're above the age of 19, they post um, um, uh, videos online, they say things. And then in, in the cyberspace where you find people who are not conscious of the content they put online, it becomes what we call a trend. You find that so-and-so is trending. So uh, it, it, yeah, it's, not, yeah. it's not necessarily uh, restricted to uh, teenagers bullying each other. It can even mm-hmm. be an adult to an adult or even mm-hmm. an adult to a child. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's interesting to me because one of the, one of the, the, the examples that you, you were also talking about when it comes to what, what you've seen in this bullying was um, these, the example of the singing sensations from KwaZulu-Natal, Virginia and Virginia, Kwabe, and those are the twins. And, um, you know, part of, part of the work that you've done looking at the barrage of cyberbullying that they've faced. And, um, you know, it's in the form of memes and people really being nasty in terms of making comments on on how people look and on people's bodies yes because um remember the the whole concept of of cyberbullying is just um actually to cause harm or threaten someone or even cause embarrassment you can they can use it to intimidate stalk or even humiliate because mm-hmm. the whole concept is like the the cyberbully they want that's how they get a, a power by by uh, using this electronic communication to to harass people online hence uh, uh the reason why people uh, um get bullied is for those reasons because of the way they appear they can even use your religion your, your race or mm. even your, your sexuality or even your financial status so there are different uh reasons why somebody will be bullied if we look at these instances and we then bring into um, the question of, of, of gender, what do we find? Um, like I've mentioned, there are different um, reasons why, why, why people get, get bullied. And I don't think um, the, the, the element of, of gender really plays. Um, it, you can isolate it because mm-hmm. there are other... Um, factors. For instance, it can be age, and then when you look at age, there is also a gender in that age. So it's just um, the way that uh, people use what they have in hand to cause harm. 
So it does not necessarily have to be uh, about a specific gender. Mm. Looking at part of what your research has found, Instagram accounted for 42% of the bullying, Facebook 37%, 31% on Snapchat, and 12% on WhatsApp, um, 10% on YouTube, and 9% on Twitter. Um, I, I'm very surprised by, by, by those averages. Is it because, I mean, do, does this show that more young people are perhaps on Instagram than they are on Twitter, for example, given how toxic a medium Twitter in and of itself can be? Yes, that, that, that's correct. Because remember, um, these percent, percentages are based on the, the number of participants in, in, in a particular platform. Mm. So the, the findings show that on Instagram, there are actually more people that participate there. And Facebook is it, 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 the one that follows. So it depends on, on how active people are uh, on, on different uh, platforms. What what is the impact on on children in terms of those who have been bullied? Um, because you've also done research into the long term effects uh, thereof. Um, there are various um, things that can be seen. Uh, for instance, uh, the impact is that um, children suffer a, a social. Uh, they develop a social anxiety. They develop depression. You find that some start using alcohol and drugs, and some even start skipping classes or even stop using social media altogether. And they can even engage in in, in self-harm, like the unfortunate uh, incident that took place in Limpopo. So there are various uh, effects that um, can be caused by by, by cyberbullying. All right. What is it that parents can do? And educators and teachers, because I think that's that's the that's the big question. How can people get involved? Um, I believe that uh, the way to fight cyberbullying is is a collaboration. It's not a one man uh, uh, job. So we're speaking of uh, parents. We're speaking of teachers because I believe that as teachers, you are parents, and as a parent, you are a teacher, one way or the other. You must teach someone something, and also um, uh, the parents, the, the the children. I mean to say, so it is a, a collaboration uh, effort because as as a as a child, they need to understand what actually it is. Uh, uh, what is cyberbullying mm. and how to detect when you are being cyberbullied and also um, to be educated on how to report uh, bullying because uh, some of the findings show that the reason why uh, these kids um, suffer from cyberbullying is because they do not know how to relay to parents or even teachers when they are being cyberbullied. So, and as parents, I think we also need to, to learn to be able to detect uh, or to be able to notice when a child is being cyberbullied. So you can even tell from the change of behavior, then you'll be able to see that uh, something is wrong. And also, one of the good things that um, cyber, um, CSIR has been uh, doing for a very long time is the cybersecurity awareness campaign. So they offer that to different stakeholders, different universities, different uh, high schools, with an aim to educate every person who um, who uses uh, technology to understand the, the, the security and privacy uh, perspective of these technologies and also the risks of using um, these uh, technologies. I can give you an example, a way of 
a, a children, a child can uh, protect themselves from being cyberbullied is reporting to an adult, uh, like a teacher mm. uh, or, or a parent or someone you, you even um, you even trust. And also use um, the account privacy settings that exist within different um, social media platforms. And another important thing is that they need to know that they need to keep the evidence of cyberbullying to show a, a, an adult and also tell uh, parents need to be aware of, of the different uh, platforms that their children are using, the different websites that, that they are visiting. And they must also understand that putting uh, personal information online is risky because anybody can steal that information, duplicate it, and then uh, use it to create a similar account and mm. bully other people where else you are not bullying the people, but the other person who's stealing your identity can use that. Sophia Moranedi, let me thank you so much for coming on to the show today. And certainly that's good advice to um, the broader community in terms of how else we can be proactive when it comes to either dealing with cyberbullying or giving advice. You know, if you have young nieces and nephews, this is a conversation that you must be intentional about having with them. I must say, I decided to do that one day just to ask one of my nieces about, 